You're listening to episode 190 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a podcasting coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a Canadian with a sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using stories to connect with and positively impact others. Here on the Room to Grow podcast, we're going deep into big topics like relationships, mental health, business, confidence, lifestyle, personal development, and entrepreneurship, and being open, honest, and real about how to learn from tough lessons along the way when life throws you into the unexpected. I bring you thoughts and guests with stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. And I'm Emily. Today is going to be one of the business episodes. Um, These ones are just like taking off. Everybody is loving the business episodes, even people who aren't necessarily in business for themselves, which I find super interesting. So (laughs) I love doing them and I'm getting so much great feedback. So let me know how you feel about these ones. Um, Let me know if there are specific topics that you would like to have covered. Please always feel free to send me a DM over at Emily Goff Coach on Instagram uh, or just send me an email too, a good old fashioned email uh, over at info at emilygoffcoaching.com. So don't worry, you don't have to remember those. I'll reference everything in the show notes. Uh, but yeah, I would love to get your input and your feedback and let me know what you want more of. So today I want to talk about how to have the presence to fill a room. And why I am not only bringing this up, but especially bringing this up on a business episode is because this, I think, is one of the magic ingredients that some people are lacking. They can have everything else and, you know, they can have uh, the, the email funnels and the, the sales pitches all lined up and, and all the things. But when it comes to having presence, they might not quite be there. And this really does feel like, like a magic ingredient to me because people can feel when someone with presence walks into a room. And I mean that either in terms of a virtual room or a physical one, this can go either way. You, You can really sense it, especially in a physical room. But when, you know, when we're talking about a virtual room, sometimes it takes a little bit more effort to sense presence. Um, you know, you have to get into actually commenting and and making your voice heard and and all of that. We're going to get into that more too. But just having presence when you walk into a room, I just see too much shrinking happening, especially with women. We still tend to fall victim to this, um, where we're kind of, you know, playing small. And a lot of times perfectionism is one of the biggest things getting in our way. Uh, you know, I, I struggle with that on a regular basis. Trust me, that's an ongoing conversation in my head that I have to have with myself a lot. (laughs) And that's why I talk about perfectionism a lot on this podcast, because I know that it's a very common issue that so many of us deal with, but I want you to be bold. I want you to tell perfectionism to fuck off and to actually be bold in the way you present yourself. Because if playing small isn't working for you, isn't it time you try something else on for size? And presence is so important as an entrepreneur because it can mean the difference between being noticed by the people who will benefit most from your message, making the connections you need in order to grow and learning how to get your point across. And sometimes I think that some of us have presence and and confidence confused with arrogance. But that simply isn't the case. Knowing your worth does not make you arrogant. It makes you smart. 
And it's about being comfortable in knowing who you are and what you're about and what you bring to the table. It's about having great energy that others would want to be close to. And so much of that has to do with how you present yourself. And it's about remembering that whatever room you're walking into, know that you belong there as much as anyone else. You are in that room for a reason and you need to own it. I want you to speak up and to be seen, to take up space, to use your voice. And, and listen, some people naturally have more presence than others. It's, but it, it, it's just like a skill, like anything else that can be honed and built and created. Yes, you know, all, there are all kinds of people. Some people are going to be better swimmers than others, just naturally. Some people are going to be better at, I don't know, golf? <laughs> at golf more than others. I don't know why I'm listing sports that I don't really play, whatever. Um, <laughs> but it, it's, yes, it, natural talent can absolutely play a role here. But it's, can also be a skill. And there's all kinds of research that shows, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, that there's all kinds of research that shows that hard work and putting in effort and, and, and practicing something over and over and over again goes so much farther than natural talent. Natural talent will only take you so far if you don't put in the work. And even if you don't have that natural talent, putting in all of that work is going to serve you far more in the longer term. This is partly why I love something like podcasting so much because podcasting gives you the practice and the skills and the confidence over time to own your voice and your story and who you really are. And people can sense your presence and energy through their earbuds just as much as they can in a physical room. Podcasting helps you to become a far better speaker. And this is all the types of things that I teach in my course, Podcasting for Impact too, is how to speak with more confidence, how to share your stories, how to own the space that you are taking up. Because this is the kind of stuff that doesn't get taught enough. Anyone can teach you how to launch a podcast, how to you know submit to, to Apple and, and throw up some cover artwork and whatever. That isn't the stuff that makes a good podcast because anybody can do that. It goes so much deeper than that. And having presence is a huge part of this. Having presence makes people sit up and pay attention to you and listen to what you have to say. And it makes them more likely to want to get to know you because it draws them in and creates interest. You are your own walking billboard. You are your own marketing, like everything in one human body package. <laughs> and we're, we're selling ourselves all the time. We're selling our opinions. We're selling uh, what we stand for. We're selling, you know, ourselves in, in every possible way, far more than we realize. And when we're playing small and we're not allowing ourselves to take up the space that we're being given or to just take the space that we're deciding to take instead of waiting for someone to hand it to us, that's the difference between just existing and having people really sit up and pay attention and notice what you're about. There are some other quick tips here I've got to create energy that fills a room, both from a physical and a mental standpoint. So number one is posture. And this matters way more than you think it does. And body language plays a huge role here. Standing tall with shoulders back says that you're owning who and where you are. You have a better energy when you stand tall too, which translates in, in both things like a podcast and in person. So this translates, you know, virtually and otherwise. 
Posture is so important. I, I saw a photo of myself the other day where normally I actually have very good posture, but I saw a photo of myself where I was kind of hunched over and I was immediately just turned off by the whole thing. I, I was like, oh, I, I hate that photo just because I look, I look hunched over. And, and, and when I see photos even of other people like that, you get kind of that energy from people. And of course, you know, sometimes you just catch, catch somebody when, when they just happen to be hunched over a little bit. And I think that was my case too, because I was sitting down on kind of a weird angle and I was hunched over. Um, and I, I don't think it was intentional, but posture is so crucial. So practice this, practice standing with your shoulders back. I'm really tall. I'm, I'm six feet tall. And I always remember my mom saying to me, oh gosh, years ago, I was maybe like 13, 14. And I, by the way, I was six feet tall by 14. Yes. It's super awkward. <laughs> it's not now, but at 14, when you're six feet tall and all the boys are still like five foot two, it's problematic. <laughs> but I, I still didn't usually like hunch over. Like I, I know some tall people, particularly tall women who tend to hunch a little bit because they, they aren't owning their height because they're maybe really self-conscious about their height or anything like that. And I remember my mom saying to me years ago, we were walking into Walmart and I was just a teenager and, and I don't know what it was, but I, I guess I was really hunched over. And she made a comment to me about how I was hunched over. And she's like, you know, stand up. She's like, put your shoulders back. And for some reason, just, she had told me that before, but for some reason, that particular one always stuck with me. And I've almost had her voice in my head ever since for years, just with that one thing. And, and I will consciously catch myself sometimes where I'm hunched over a little bit and I can feel my energy dip because of it. And as soon as I stand up and put my shoulders back, it actually lifts your energy. And not only are you going to feel that, but so is everyone else. So that's super important. Number two is chin up. Similar to the posture, if you're looking down all the time, not only are you now going to miss what's going on around you, but it gives the impression that you're kind of hiding yourself and, and you're, you're almost like shrinking away a little bit. And listen, we, we all have to look down sometimes, make sure we're not going to trip over our own feet constantly, or maybe that's just me, <laughs> but don't make it a habit. It also affects your voice too. If I'm talking, you can almost tell if I'm talking with my chin down, you can hear it in my voice. So lift your chin, lift your chin, look up, make eye contact. All these types of things are going to be super important. Number three, be excited about who you are, what you have to say, and the value that you bring to the table. In short, I want you to know your fucking worth. Stop shrinking to fill the space that you're being given and take up the whole damn room unapologetically. And yes, this might mean that some people aren't going to like you, that, that some people might think that, that you're, I don't know, aggressive even. It, that's, that's not really what this is about because you don't want everyone to like you. And stop trying to impress the people who were never going to be the right fit for you to begin with. And I'm not just talking about a, from a paid standpoint, not just a, you know, well, they were, they were never going to be my client or something anyway. They were never going to buy from me. It's not about that. You have people who are meant for you to be in your space and you have people who aren't. And you're, the people who are meant for you is never going to include everyone. And that's a good thing because not everybody is going to be the right fit and vice versa. You aren't going to be the right fit for everyone else either. But when you take up space unapologetically, when you are the, the biggest, best version of yourself, you're going to bring into your realm and attract the people who are most meant 
to be around you and to be near you. And when you play small and, and you don't show up as the full version of yourself, you're not giving people the full experience of you. And then you're much more likely to bring people into your realm who aren't the best fit for you. So it's so much better for you and for everyone else to show up with this presence, to be the full version, to let people have the full experience of you. Number four, I've, I've talked about this one, I think before when it comes to um, tips on podcasting better, but it's to smile because we can hear a smile before we ever even see one. And again, you, you can hear that in people's voices. Like you can hear that I'm smiling right now. And this translates on, on a podcast just as much as it does in real life because we're attracted to warmth. And as long as the smile is coming from a genuine place, it can go a really long way. Now, the other side of that is I'm also a huge mental health advocate. Sometimes you don't feel like smiling and I never want anyone to fake a smile. If you really don't feel like smiling, don't smile. And this is also a little bit of a tricky topic when it comes to, uh, like for us women too, because traditionally we have always kind of been given the expectation that we need to smile. Whereas men and, and males often aren't given that same expectation. And so I, I'm, I'm saying this kind of lightly a little bit because I want you to smile if you feel like smiling. If there's something to smile about, if you're in a good mood and you're really feeling it, smile. Because yes, of course, that, you know, it's a beautiful way to bring people in when it's coming from a genuine place. People can smell bullshit. So people can also smell a fake smile too. But if you really, you know, if you're having a tough day and you really don't feel like smiling, uh, your mental health is maybe not in a great place, then, then don't smile from a fake place. Okay. So this one is, is kind of a little bit of a two-sided coin uh, point, but I did still want to make it because people can tell when you're smiling just through your voice, through, through your eyes, people can tell when it's a real smile. Number five is to breathe. I was reminded recently that people can feel the energy in your voice and when we aren't breathing properly, it can, it can come across as uh, kind of very nervous or almost stilted energy. And it's funny, sometimes when I'm podcasting, I get so excited that I almost like run, run out of breath because I'm trying to say so many words at the same time that I'm not taking the time and space to breathe. And I've, I've been trying to work on this so much more lately. And I, I know I have a long way to go because I, I am naturally a very shallow breather. And I've been spending a lot of time and effort in the last six months, six to 12 months, especially learning, like reteaching myself how to breathe properly how to breathe like from the diaphragm. The other side of this, again, I'm going to bring up another point about women. We have often been trained uh, societally to suck in our stomachs, to pierce thinner. And you know what the first thing to go is when we do that is our breath. Then we immediately start breathing much more shallowly. So that, and again, I have absolutely fallen into that category as well. So that's something else to remember. But when we breathe and we breathe deeply, we, when we breathe properly, that energy translates and it gives you power. It also makes you think better too, which is then as well going to translate to better presence because you're going to remember what it was you actually wanted to say. <laughs> so that's something to remember too. Um, you can actually reference a breathwork episode. I did uh, episode number 139 with one of uh, my, my sweetest friends, Sarah Silverstein. 
You will love it. You will adore her. She's amazing. And the episode is incredible. She's a, an international breathwork facilitator. And I've taken multiple classes with her um, here in Bali. And she's just amazing. So go check out that episode. I'll reference it in the show notes as well. So just a quick refresher here. Um, when it comes to building presence, we're talking number one, posture. Number two, keeping your chin up. Number three, being excited about who you are, what you have to say, and the, and the value you bring to the table to know your worth. Number four is to smile when you feel like smiling, not when you don't. <laughs> and number five is to breathe, to really, truly breathe. That's also going to calm your nervous system. And that, that also translates into better presence as well, because if we're showing up with all kinds of nervous energy, people can sense that as well. So when you're showing up from a calm, you know, assured, confident place, your breath plays a surprisingly big role in that. And having presence doesn't have to be some elusive so-called it factor. You can create it for yourself to make both you and your voice seen and heard, to make your voice experienced by the people who need to hear it the most. So don't be shy about this. Do not be shy about taking up space, filling a room and, and grabbing people's attention simply by being you. You don't have to pretend to be somebody else. You can have all kinds of presence by being yourself. And that's the best kind of presence that you can create. Otherwise, again, people can smell bullshit. They can tell if you're putting on a show. I want you to build this presence from a confident, genuine place. And that shit will translate. I'm telling you. And it translates both online and uh, in a physical room. So building presence is far more important than we think it is. And I can't wait to hear how this goes for you. So send me a DM. Let me know how this feels for you. Let me know how you feel about presence. Uh, maybe this whole idea makes you a little bit nervous. <laughs> Tell me that too. I would love to hear about that and where you're kind of maybe stumbling along the way here and how you can start cultivating more presence in your everyday life. So please take a screenshot of this episode. I love it when you guys do this. And when I actually get to thank you and connect with you in real life, uh, share the episode, tag me on social media so that I can thank you for listening. And we will be back on Tuesday. Thank you so much for listening to the Room to Grow podcast today. I'm so incredibly grateful that you took the time because it means the absolute world to me. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review, and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so that I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with brand new episodes, and I am looking forward to growing with you.